Welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is build the strength and courage in you to accomplish your big dreams and goals in your sport. No longer will you feel limited. You won't feel you're not good enough. You won't question whether you will make it. Those doubts will disappear because you will have the competitive edge over your opponents and leave them in your wake. And the bonus is others will notice. Listen up and take notes because I will show you exactly how to do it. Hey there, Tiff here. Welcome back to the Tiffany Micah podcast. Lovely to see you here and have you here. So thank you very much. Um, What I want to do with you today, I'm going to be talking to you about is mental skills really that important? Do you really need to do it? Really? Does it really have to be that important in your sport? Because I know that if you've been listening to me for quite some time, you've heard me talk about it quite a bit about how important the mental skills of your game is. But do you really need it? Is it really that important? I'm going to read something to you, and I just want you to be thinking about what I'm going what I'm going to be reading to you, and then we're going to be talking about that and other things after, okay? So Melanie's high school team is in a situation where they're one shot behind their opposing team. So they're at 66 points. And the opposing team is at 67 points with one second left on the clock when Melanie's fouled in the act of shooting and she's awarded two shots. So what happens is that then the the opposing coach calls a timeout to try and ice Melanie and let the pressure build. So that's the opposing coach that does that. Melanie's coach, she just tells her to relax and shoot shoot the foul shots as like what she does in practice. But Melanie, she knows how important this game is to like her teammates, how important it is to her coach, how important it is to her school, how important it is to her friends, how important it is to her family and and everybody that that care about her, they're all in the audience. So she starts to think about when this timeout is called, she starts to think about how awful she would feel if she let everybody down. And this worry started to affect her physically. So as she approached the free throw line, the muscles in her shoulders and her arms started to tighten up. And as a result, what happened with Melanie, she rushed her shots. She lacked the rhythm in the release of a shot and she missed not one, but two of those free throws and the team lost the game. And then what happened the next day in practice, Melanie's coach said to her, well, come on then, let's go and work more on your free throw shooting And what I'm going to recommend for you is that you've got to shoot 100 free throws every afternoon after practice because the coach believed that that extra practice will help Melanie with her free throw technique so that she won't choke in the big game. So is there anything coming up for you there? 
You've probably experienced something very similar to that yourself. I want you to be thinking about this. Melanie's problem did not have to do with the mechanics of her shooting a free throw. The real problem was that she got too tense. She couldn't stay relaxed to shoot her free throws smoothly and rhythmically just the way that she does in practice. So having Melanie practice or rehearse those free throws to help her overcome the pressures of shooting the the ball into the basket when the game is on the line you know there's one minute one minute to go and then you end up with these two free throws and you're one shot behind and it's up to her to perform and get the result for the team Doing that extra practice is not going to help her because what Melanie needs to do is Melanie needs to develop skills to learn how to relax physically, to learn how to relax mentally when she's under pressure. Hmm. What do you think about that? Does that ring true to you? Because we all know that your physical skills need to be practiced regularly, don't we? They need to be practiced. They need to be refined through thousands and thousands of repetitions. We do it over and over again until we get it right, don't we? We know that. But because we know that if we work on our technique, we work on our fitness in the sense of strength, endurance, flexibility, so that we can perform better when we compete, We know that we can improve on how we perform if we're more efficient and mechanically efficient. We know that. But then when we do compete and we don't perform the way we want to, such as things like walking off the the playing field or getting out of the pool or um, getting out of the ring in disgust, knowing that you should have performed better, or you've choked at that critical point in a, in a competition or a tournament, or your mind has wandered off during competition, or you've become angry and frustrated with how you've performed in your sport, and then you put yourself down. Is that what we need to really do to get on the field in the court or the ring or in the pool to improve that? Do we need to make sure that we're doing more work on those specific things? No, is the answer to that. Because it's the mental and emotional components. It's how you're going to be dealing with those situations when you compete. Because if you don't know how to do that, it's going to overshadow your physical performance. That's how it works. So it doesn't mean that you give yourself 50 lashes, because I understand that because that's what I used to do. It doesn't mean that you give yourself 50 lashes going, oh God, it was so bad, you choked, you did this, you you performed so bad. And then you go, okay, well, what I need to do is I've got to work even harder and I've got to add more time to my training schedule. So I'm already doing eight hours a day. Now I've got to do 10 or I'm already doing four hours a day. Now I've got to do five, whatever your schedule is. It doesn't mean that there's time to do the hard work in the physical skills, what it's telling you, if you are hearing me, 
It's telling you that it means that it's time to do the work on the mental part of your game. Because if you do not do that, if you're still going to um, uh, keep working hard on the, the technical and physical skills, then what's going to happen is that you're not going to know how to cope with situations that are going to be thrown your way, such as choking, such as coming off the playing field or out of the pool or out of the arena with disgust, mind wandering off, being angry and frustrated and yelling at yourself all the time. If you don't change what you're doing, that mental skill or those mental skills and that emotional component they're always going to overshadow your performance. And what will happen is those results will always be the same. So if you walk off and go, yep, you know, I was so bad and you know, and you absolutely lost it at a critical point, you let everybody down, your mind wandered off, you became angry and frustrated, you put yourself down. Like I've just said before, if you keep doing that, there's a pattern there. Hello big pattern, but the results will always be the same because what our thinking is as an athlete is, okay, well, what I've got to do is I've just got to spend more hours training, okay? What I've got to do is I've got to be more specific with my technical training, okay? What I've got to do is I've got to work harder in the gym. Our thinking is that's going to solve our problem because that's what we know what to do. Right when our when our skills are not up to par, okay. Well, I'll go out and work more on my skills, and and I'm talking about the technical skills and the the, the sports skills. And yes, we still have to do that. I'm not saying that you don't do that. I'm saying there's another element that's not even really looked at because you're too busy working on uh, thinking that it's you've got to put the hours in and the time in physically versus what you've got to do from a, from a mental side of things. And you can do your mental training while you're doing your physical training. You, there's ways in which you can do that. Because many, many athletes, their schedule, whether their schedule's like 10 hours a week, depending on you know what your school commitment are, is or what your college commitment is or you, you know, you're actually working and you're competing part-time, but you, you but you're wanting to become that athlete that you want to become, your schedule could be 10 hours a week. It could be 20 hours a week. It could be 30, it could be 40 hours a week, right? Depending on that level of intensity. But what do you work on? You work on the physical practice, the physical training, the gym work, the technical work, the fitness work. You're doing all of that. But when is there time put aside for the mental stuff? There's never any time put aside for the mental stuff, is there? And like I said, you can actually do that while you're actually physically training as well if you know how to do that. And I'm sure you've heard my story plenty of times before, my my failure as a tennis player not accomplishing my sports dream. That's what I um, talk about is that I didn't accomplish my sports dream because of the mental stuff right? Those mental skills that were missing. So my attitude was, ah, oh, just like, you know, I said earlier in this episode, 
oh, well, that's, a, you know, so bad. I choked in critical points. I choked all the time pretty much because I was so nervous, especially um, towards the end of my, my tennis career and, and, and certain people that I would be competing against. But my attitude is like, okay, well, I just got to work harder. I just got to get out there and put more hours in because that's going to make the difference. And that's what the coaches say too. I get it because when I was a coach in my 20s, after I'd given up tennis, I went and got a university degree in human movement, like sports science. And I started my tennis coaching business. I had a sports skills business. It was the, the, the focus was always about let's get the technique right. Okay, we'll put some strategies in place, but let's get the technique, get the strategies in place. And that would be the focus, the physical stuff. Until I started to learn and understand what held me back in my tennis career. Right, overcoming my tennis demons. And that didn't actually start happening until the point when I started to play golf later on. And that's when it taught me so much about who I was as an athlete, who I was as a person, and what held me back. But also, also not only that, it also showed me what my strengths were. Because I had some strengths too. I never talk about them in these episodes. I talk about the disappointment. I talk about what held me back. And the reason that I share all of that more so than what the strengths were was because I don't want you to make the same mistakes I made. I'm trying to cut the corners for you, right? Show you a, a quicker path. A more simple path than what I had to go through. I had to learn all of this stuff the hard way, the long way. And I say that to the to the people that I coach golf to, even in even these days. I said I've done all the hard work to show you how to get there quicker. You know, I've I've developed a, a, a formula, um, a specific method in how you can actually get your swing working very quickly. Like everything that I do here, I'm showing you methods and systems on how to, how to accomplish things much quicker. Don't make the same mistakes I made, right? But there's also their strengths. I know what my strengths are. I am disciplined. I am hardworking. I am 100% committed. I am loyal. I am honest. I will give everything. I will give all I have physically, right? I know that. So what I want you to also understand that, you know, look at your strengths because sometimes what happens is we get too caught up in what we, on what we don't have. Yep, I do that too. Sometimes I still do that. It's like I've got to pull myself up and go, oh, hang on, hang on. There's some good things going on here. Just have a look. Because we always look at what's, what we don't have and what's not good enough. But what we also want to realize is that, hey, you know what? I am good at this or I am great or I am awesome at specific things in my sport. I can really dominate in those areas. I'm awesome. And we should pat ourselves on the back for that. We don't give ourselves 50 lashes around that, do we? We're like, I am awesome. And then you can say, you know what? Now it's time. Let's learn how I can dominate in those areas that, that are not working for me yet. And I'll guarantee it will be the mental skills that you don't possess yet. That's going to be the thing that you're going to have to spend the time really working on. 
Because if you're out there on the field competing, you're in the boxing ring competing, you're in the pool competing, you're on the track, and you keep yelling at yourself and you say, come on, concentrate, or come on, focus. Great to say it. Great for your parents to yell at you and say it. Great for your coach to yell at you and say it. Great for your friends and your teammates to go out there and say that to you. But if you don't know how to do it, yelling at yourself saying, come on, come on, focus, come on, that's not going to solve the problem. All you're going to do is just get more intense in the sense of stressed. Your performance level will probably drop because you're not performing the way that you want to because you don't know how to do it. You don't know how to structure your head Have those pieces in place, that system in place on how to get your mind to work better and improve your mental skills in your game. So in the Successful Athlete Masterclass, if you haven't yet signed up for that, because it's free, by the way, that's what we look at in that. We get right into identifying not only the technical and physical skills that's lacking and working, you know, that's lacking, but is also working in your game. But we look at also the mental skills, what's working and what's not. We actually take an inventory on that. And and then I, I show you how to use that to then craft a plan for it. So if you haven't yet signed up for that, the time is now to do that. Okay, so if you just go to tiffanymika.com forward slash Sam, as in S-A-M, go and do that. Because it's a misconception that athletes have superior uh, mental skills or that, you know, those top athletes that they've just been born with it. You know, they're just so much better. It's not that. It's not that at all. It's a learned skill. Uh, Sometime, I'm not sure if I did it. Yeah, this year. Earlier this year, I recorded like the 11 lessons learned from Novak Djokovic after he won the Australian Open. I, show, I shared with um, uh, an interview with you that he had had on, you know, what he's working on. He's always working on improving himself. And he was, number, he, you know, he just won the Australian Open, number one in the world. Okay, let's go. Setting himself up for a good year already. He said it's already a successful year, already. And that was in January. Because he keeps working on improving himself, right? It's a learned skill. So these mental skills... Yeah, you know what? You do need them. It's a learned skill, just like those skills that you learn in your sport. And it's also a misconception that only elite athletes should be working on refining their mental skills. That is so wrong. That is so wrong. Did you know that you are in the right place at the right time? This is the perfect opportunity. There's never been such an opportunity like there is today to work on strengthening your mental skills because there is so much access to video content. It's free. So much access to podcast content. It's free. So much access to books. Yep, you got to pay a bit for that. You can also get a copy of my book. I talk about that, what you've got to do. So if you want, I can give, get you a free copy of my book. I'll have it below in the show notes. But you've got so much access here. 
You've got access to me. I share with you the mistakes I made, also what we need to do to improve. There's so many other people out there. There's so much access we have to coaches now that we've never had before, thanks to the internet. You're, you're, in, a, you're in a perfect position to not let things stand in your way. You don't know how lucky you are. I grew up in an age where, believe it or not, no mobile phone. Oh my God. I had my first mobile phone when I was, I think when I started my coaching business. So I must have been about 27, right? Because the mobile phones really, there wasn't much happening before that. I know it's hard to believe that there was a world without mobile phones. There was a world without the internet. We only had books that we could go to, to learn from. We didn't have access to videos. We'd have to buy DVDs or VHS. Uh, when I was growing up, it was VHS, those videotapes. We didn't have CDs. We had records. We had tapes, you know, that we put into the tape recorder. So the exciting thing what you have today is you have access at your fingertips to improve everything, everything. And it's just waiting for you to take it with both hands and run with it. It's just there for you. So don't think that, oh, you know what, Tiff, I don't need to work on my mental skills. I'll be fine. Because you will get to a point in your sport where their things will be holding you back and you'll be getting angry and frustrated. You'll be getting... um, You'll be choking in, in pressure events or pressure situations. You'll be not coping with distractions around you. You'll be not coping with what people say to you. You know, they think they're funny, but it hurts you on the inside, right? You need to develop mental strength there. You need to n- learn how to develop mental focus, You need to learn how to develop mental toughness, mental endurance. There's so many skills that you'll need to learn to develop. And you can get started in that. So like I said, it's waiting for you to take it in both hands. I've got things too that you could come and be a part of a successful athlete masterclass if, if you haven't done it yet. What do we work on? We work on identifying what those skills are that are missing, what those skills are that we already have. So go to the tiffanymica.com forward slash Sam so so that you can sign up for the Successful Athlete Masterclass because I want to see you there. Then I've established now I've got the Get Focused Academy And inside the Get Focused Academy, I've established there for you the athlete success system. Oh, it's all at your fingertips. That one you'll have to pay for. It's a membership area though. But you get access to everything in there. And I add new content to it virtually every week to help you improve that mental side. But I understand that from a physical point of view because I've been an athlete and I'm I'm also a coach, right? So I understand what you need to do from a physical aspect and I understand what what you need to learn from a coaching aspect. And you need everything. 
Not just one thing. There's no one key that you fit in the door. It's a series of keys. It's like a jigsaw puzzle and we're putting all the pieces together. That's what happens in the Get Focused Academy. That's what happens and I show you with the athlete success system how to use that so you're creating the success in your sport. So if you want to be part of that, go to tiffanymica.com forward slash GF dash academy because I want to see you there too. But take the advantage that you have. It's all there, my friend. It's all there. Let's get to work on these mental skills, okay? Let's get to work on you becoming the athlete that you ultimately want to become, okay? I look forward to seeing you there, all right? I look forward to seeing you standing up on the podium going, yep, I did it. I want to be part of that journey with you. So I look forward to hearing from you. I want you to let me know what you like best about what you heard today. And if you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes so that we can build the successful athlete community as big as we possibly can. So it's time to dream big. It's time to believe in you. And let's go after those big dreams. Okay. Take care. Talk soon. Don't go anywhere. Just hang on. go anywhere let's crush it when we compete Have you signed up yet for the Successful Athlete Masterclass? We look at what's holding you back, what skills you will need to succeed, and how to accomplish your sports goals. Go to tiffanymica.com forward slash Sam. Look forward to seeing you there. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Let's crush it when you compete.